Hi, this is Kanike and Alina, your personal supporters that are here to help you feel truly special. We are on a mission to help you understand your dynamic nature and appreciate your unique talents. By helping you balance your yin and yang energies within, we can foster healing in our global community, one woman at a time. If you want to explore the opportunity to work with us individually, please shoot us an email at herlifecompass at gmail.com. That is H-E-R-L-I-F-E-C-O-M-P-A-S-S at gmail.com. Hello, everybody. My name is Kamike, and I am so thrilled to welcome you at our episode where we continue interviewing all those beautiful people that we met. Today, I'd like to introduce you to a beautiful lady that I met here in Canada. Her name is Maha, and I would like to interview her today and share that inspiring story of her life with all of you listeners around the world. Maha, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Kanike. Okay, let's start with a bit of introduction, maybe, Maha. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? Who are you? My name is Maha. I'm a mother of two beautiful children. Uh, well, they're now young adults, 26 and 22, and a wife. I work part-time. I teach yoga, and I love my life. It's a uh, balance. Yeah, this is great. I know Maha is very modest. <laughs> She's also a gardener. She's also a yoga instructor. She also does so many beautiful things. But Maha, tell us the story of your life. Has it always been this life all your life? No. I started um, out with a career in IT. I was a programmer, an analyst, and a database administrator. At that point in my life, I did enjoy the work, although it became quite stressful. Of course, it was a good high-paying job, uh, but I did find that after a while, there was no balance. Maybe I did not look after myself enough. When I did have my first child and afterwards, I did start to feel that something's not right and I do need to do some changes. To share with you, I did get cancer after my second child. And at that point, I knew I really had to do something about my life. I definitely felt deep inside that there wasn't balance and whatever I was doing from a career perspective was not fulfilling. So what happened is I did, after the cancer, I decided to completely stop my career and switch to something that will help me. Everybody's different. For me, it was yoga. So I went back to school for two years taken courses to understand the yoga not just the physical aspect the movements a big part of it was to learn about what yoga is truly about which is to understand the mind and self-understanding and self-realization so I started on that journey when my kids were very little I've been on that journey ever since Baba thank you Maha for sharing this experience with us it's very great to hear such stories and realize that life can take different roads but how you respond Respond to that differs from one person to another and your story clearly shows that you chose an approach where you sacrifice that highly paid job that career that was great but you realize that there is an opportunity for you to change certain things and readjust to what your body wants what you feel like needed for you at that right moment but tell us what are the factors people that help you to stay true to yourself during that moment to stay true to myself is of course understanding myself so I 
I basically started to focus on living more healthy, more naturally. That took the form, of course, of doing my yogic practice on a daily basis. It took the form of cooking more nutritious food and uh, not to use processed food, really. It took the form of, for some reason, I felt like I needed to make my own creams and soaps. So I went and I took all kinds of courses to learn how to make natural soap and creams and sprays. I love that part, actually. I've always liked aromatherapy and different essential oils something in that really helped not just for the skin but also I remember now I don't need it as much using the different oils to help psychologically it's been proven that those scents can really help on the mind and also from a spiritual perspective so that was one I, I really love and it's like a hobby for me ever since when I was younger I always loved nature so for me nature was a big part of my healing even when my kids were little and as part of my healing. I have a very supportive husband. I would leave my kids with my husband and I go take a one week break and just immerse myself in nature, doing hiking or even I took it a step further. I started to do backpacking. I would be gone in the mountains for a whole week. It was not easy but it's something that called for me and it's just resonated with me and I did a lot more of those trips as time went along. Truly, I do feel it's helped me heal really and connect with myself, especially spiritually. And then also the support of those around me, especially my husband. Early on, he really understood that for my own self-understanding and uh, my own healing, it wasn't like, why are you doing this? Why do you need to do this? None of that at all. He left it up to me to find my own path. And then I think also that's uh, true in general for any human being. Nobody can tell us this is your path. No, uh, no, you have to find yourself and what resonates with you and follow that path and sometimes you never know until you try for me I found what worked for me and I feel now my life has become so much more balanced it took me a long time believe me after my cancer I would say at least a good 10 years it, it doesn't mean that it was a big switch no it was an incremental small switches for some people it may be a faster switch to know but for me it took me a while and I, I don't mind sharing for me also it was a mental change switch whatever you want to call it earlier in my life I was more negative for whatever reasons I can go on with that but I'm not going to get into it but the switching that's where I credit yoga big time from a negative to a positive mental outlook attitude and so on that have really helped me on my journey. Wow. If you see Maha in person, I don't know if you can feel it through her voice. She radiates such an amazing energy of pure peacefulness, calmness. She's so soothing. And when she says that early in her life, she had more negative approach, I can't believe that. <laughs> Because if you see her now, oh my God, she is so peaceful and she's so soothing. Okay, Mahat, what would be great if you could share some of the tips with our listeners. Most of our listeners are women, girls of different ages, from early teenagers, girls, all the way to 60, 70 years old. If there's anything you'd like to share with them, your piece of advice, you've gone through different stages of your life, you've done your transformation. And if there's anything you would like to share with our listeners today. 
first is to be true to yourself. I know like it's said a lot, but to really be true to yourself, understand what that means. A big part of it is when I say the gut feel and intuition, because we mostly dismiss that feeling. We all have it and all we need to access it is to quiet ourselves. It could be meditation for some people, but if meditation is not for you, that's fine. For example, walking in nature, that's a form of meditation too. Taking that time for yourself where the mind can quiet and then that's where intuition comes up. That's where we are so in connection with ourselves to understand ourselves and what's working and what's not working in our life. So to listen to those inner voices. To me, that's a big one because when we don't listen to those inner voices, that's when we're not living our true authentic life. That's one. Of course, uh, to live healthy and balanced uh, so not to have to have too much work or too much idleness. There has to be what's called the healthy, positive stress in life. Stress is good as long as it's positive and it's not negative because we all need our goals, uh, what we look forward to. That's very important to have those goals in our life. And it doesn't have to be anything big, but it's something to look forward to. I always remember from, I don't know where I picked it up from my cancer experience when I read so many books, is to set goals and those goals have to be long-term. For example, a five-year goal and then you work on it one piece at a time. So to have those goals in your life to look forward to. Yes, and to really face your fears. Most of us are basically held back because of our fear. When uh, fear shows up, to have the courage and whatever it is to do it anyway, because you never know. Because if we don't, there could be regrets. Push ourselves sometimes outside of our comfort zone and limits. Uh, just to give you an example, recently I hiked a trail that I didn't think I can do the hike. It was a hard going up a certain elevation and going back down. So I said to myself, okay, I will go up, but I can go down. There happened to be a gondola to take you down. So I said to myself, okay, I am definitely challenging myself going up. But when I reached up, I had the path to choose whether to go down by gondola the easier way or the harder way. Guess what? <laughs> I chose the harder way. I said to myself, what's the worst can happen? I will not be able to really move my body for two days. So what? <laughs> so I chose the harder path and that's my choice, right? It's not for everybody. And to me, that's a big part of how I overcome my fears. I challenge myself and not just physically, but physically when I do my hiking and those challenging things. And it worked great. And now I feel more confident that the next time I can push myself physically a bit more and give me that more confidence and more encouragement. So facing our fears, is uh, to me, and I learned that in yoga too, is a huge one. Really taking the time to understand our fears. It's different for everybody, but as humans in general, we all have them and to work on our fears. Oh, I love that. A lot of us, we generally tend to avoid, escape from our fears. And I've heard the saying, and I've seen that, your biggest fears will always follow you. So in fact, the tip from Maha to face it, I don't know how to face it though, maybe list it down, maybe talk it through, face it through doing whatever works for you but I think it's a really great tip thank you Maha what I also want to ask you it's also another simple life question <laughs> 
can you share with us what does happiness mean to you, Maha? Happiness for me means to live a balanced life where I feel fulfillment and where I feel I'm in service to others in my life. I'm doing whatever my duties are and making others happy. Uh, so in my case, it's, for example, since I'm a mother and a wife, having meals ready, for my family, very nourishing meals. It means taking that time for myself every day to do my own practice. It's not just yoga, yoga and other things that will uh, keep my mind calm, positive and peaceful. And that's mostly it really. It's, to me, it's that simple. Taking care of myself and also taking care of others in my life. Oh, this is so good. I think it's a great reminder that our life is a choice. Every single one of us, we have have a choice of how we choose to live our life, of how we choose to react or respond to different situations in our life. And the conversation today with Maha gave us very inspiring effect on how Maha chose to respond and how she transformed and how she changed and how she keeps herself changing and growing and happy in her own way, staying really, really true to herself. And sometimes, yes, being uncomfortable to other people, but it does keep her happy and true to herself. That's all for today. Thank you, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned because we're coming more with more interviews. Bye for now.